praise the Lord. Now this is Brother Julius again. We are going to continue this sermon about these things that are happening at the end of the world, where the false, all the religions of the world are forming one world religion, trying to make false peace for themselves. But there will be no peace without the Prince of Peace. That's what the Bible pointed out to us. And in the last parable, we pointed out that Jesus said He is the only way and He is the truth and He is the life. Anyone that denies Christ, denies the truth that Jesus Christ is the only way, has already denied the, 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 the gospel. If you deny Christ and you don't think He is the only way, then you have been deceived. And those who are deceived and are deceiving others, they are all going to the lake of fire together. But God is extending His mercy to mankind. He said, I come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Those are the utterances of our Lord Jesus Christ Himself. That is the word of the truth. Go and read it yourself in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6. Gospel of John, chapter 6. The whole of chapter 6, Christ talked to them that he is the bread of life, that unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. He's not talking to only the Jews, he's talking to the old woman race. Because he has come he's as the life of the world. He says he's come as life of the world. Of the world, not of the Jews, the life of the world. Anyone that accepts him and he will come and live inside you and give you that life. Life that will live forever and not go to the lake of fire. The devil is going to persecute this because the devil hates the truth. Because the devil is already doomed for that lake of fire, as you will see it in the book of Revelation, chapter 20. That Satan and all his angels are thrown into the lake of fire. And all those that follow Satan, that are deceived by Satan and they didn't believe the truth, they are all going to go to the lake of fire with the devil. Go and read the book of Revelation, chapter 20. The last few verses talk about how the timetable of events will be. Where that dragon called Satan will be cast into the lake of fire. Now, but God is giving this time that is still like a, 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 a time for the devil to be allowed to test the world. He's testing the human race to see who's going to believe the truth, who's going to believe the lie. And all the devil is going to do is we persecute those who want to believe the truth. And Jesus Christ has made it plain to us. Let's read it in the book of Matthew chapter 24. Are you a believer in Christ? You want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ? Know the truth. And the truth will make you free. That's what the Lord Jesus Christ said. And this is what the Lord Jesus Christ said to us in Matthew chapter 24. From verse 9. This is the Lord Jesus talking. He said, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Now, this is prophecy that Jesus Christ gave to the disciples. Now, this is not just for the 12 disciples. Everyone that are following Jesus Christ, people thought, well, at the end of the world, they don't want to be suffering this type of persecution, so they want to make false peace and join with us with the Buddhists, with the Islam, with the Hindus, so that they will have a false peace through the United Nations. But it's a deception. The devil is, the Antichrist spirit is sucking them in, so that they all be under him. And that is what the Bible showed in the book of Revelation chapter 17. Chapter 18, and in the end, they are thrown away into chapter 19. So let's see. Just guys giving us that one that anyone that is following him, this is the type of thing the devil will do against them. The devil will rouse up men to deliver the believers. That's what he's saying in chapter 24 of Matthew that I just read to you, verse 9. He said, Then shall they deliver you at the day, the unbelievers. We persecute the believers. 
they deliver you up to be afflicted and that started from the time of the apostles apostle paul was killed in rome apostle peter was killed in rome they were all over the world you see this, this the roman empire was persecuting believers in that generation and it continued all through the time of the europeans the roman Catholicism was persecuting all the protestants all over europe and the, at the end of the world it's going to happen again antichrist is going to really rise up possess one leader and through one world religion they will persecute those who disagree with them and it's coming and that's what christ is saying you if it happened in the beginning it's going to happen at the end you cannot escape it those who are trying to avoid it by trying to join us they are joining they are denying christ is what it means and christ said if you deny being before men i will also be denied before my father which is heaven that's why i'm pointing this bible verses to you here it said then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations you see all nations for my name's sake see that and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another now verse 11 and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many what do they mean by false prophets even false evangelists false teachers false pastors what do they mean by false they may say they are also preaching jesus they may say they are also preaching christ but look at where they are leading you to are they leading you to this false peace with the other religions because they will begin to deny the name of Jesus. That uh, well, Jesus, Jesus can say only Jesus can say, look, only Jesus can say, they won't say that anymore. When they begin to keep quiet about that, just to join hands with all those false religions, they deny Christ. They just deny Him. And that is what Christ is trying to make us to know. And look at it again in chapter 24, verse 5. He said, For many shall come in my name. What does that mean by in my name? saying i am christ and shall deceive many that is when we read that bible verse before we thought they will be saying they are christ no he's saying they will be saying that jesus is christ but listen to where they are leading the people to they must say jesus is christ but they are leading people gradually gradually to the antichrist system they say well we believe jesus is the only savior but we have to know we have to be quiet about it don't don't offend these other guys but why Apostle Paul said, where is the offense of the gospel? If I have to keep quiet. If you know these people are going to lake of fire and you say you love them. You don't love them if you don't want them. You know the direction they are going is going to hell and lake of fire. You don't want them. Then you are guilty of their blood. A minister of the gospel had a vision many times. God told him that. God showed him a vision. He saw people, all nations, many people from so many nations, so many colors, so many countries were just heading in one major road. And the major road was leading them into, into, a, into a lake of fire. And they were falling into fire almost like a cliff. They were all running and they didn't know it. They were all running to and when they get to the cliff, it's too late. They were all just falling down there. And the Lord told that minister, I said, you see all these people that are going to the lake of fire? You go and warn them. If you don't go and warn them, I will require their blood from your hand. That must say, me, I can go out to all these nations of the world to go one day and say, well, you better go. And that man began to be an evangelist going all the nations of the world, warning them that Jesus Christ is the only way to turn around. And that is what God is telling us right now. That's why we are warning people. If you say you, you love some people, the way to love them is to warn them of the impending destruction of the world, destruction of their soul in lake of fire if they do not accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. You want them. That's how you love them. That's how you show that you love them. They may not like it because they want to go their way, but you want them so that their blood will not be required from your own neck. 
That's what the Bible says. God prophesied through the prophets uh, Jeremiah and Ezekiel. He said, if I tell you to tell a wicked person that he is going to be destroyed if he does not repent, and you do not tell that wicked person, say that wicked person will be destroyed, but I will require his blood from your hand, O prophet or preacher or teacher. But if that wicked person repented, he said, you have saved your neck. If you have warned him, you have saved your neck. So that's why we want you to know, you that are preachers, you that are ministers of the gospel, and you wanted to join this one world religion, and you kept quiet about telling them the truth that Jesus is the only way, you don't want to talk about that anymore, you are denying Christ, the blood of all these people that are going to hell, for not being warned, will be required out of your hand. Now, you that listen to me, that's why I'm warning you right now, no matter what is your religion, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto God the Father except through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm warning you in love because the only way to escape lake of fire is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and let Him change your heart from within and give you a new life, a new heart to make you born again and then stand for Him. Because someone say, well, I'm already born again, but you are not standing for Jesus, you are ashamed of Him. Because if you are ashamed of him, you just can say, if you are ashamed of me before me, I will be ashamed of you before my father and before the soul angels. That simply means when he has to deny, when he has to confess you and say, oh, this is one of my disciples, he will say, no, I don't know this one, because you denied him. You are ashamed to tell him that Jesus is the only way, because you are trying to save your neck from their persecution. Then you, have, you are ashamed of him. Because he's saying, in, again, let's look at it again, in Matthew chapter 24, verse 13. Chapter 24, verse 13 says, But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. You have to endure to the end, which means they may persecute you, they may even kill you, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And we can see that also in Matthew chapter 10. Chapter 10, verse 22. So that you can see that the logic has already warned us of the result of standing for him the result of standing for him and we must stand for jesus telling the truth to the people if you love them tell them the truth in matthew chapter 10 verse 22 let me read it again let me read that again because the same prophecy jesus christ gave to us starting from verse 21 he said and the brother shall deliver up the brother to death and the father, the child, and the children shall rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death because of following Christ. And he said, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. Why would that be? Because Satan is in, inside all of these men that are going to hate Jesus. They just hate Jesus. They don't know why. Because Satan is the one that is in them. He said, Ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Hear that? He that endureth to the end shall be saved. That's what Jesus Christ is telling us. And we shouldn't be afraid to tell the truth in love. Preach the word of God to them in truth in love. It will rouse up anger from Satan that is inside those people that do not want to believe Christ because they belong to Satan. And they may persecute. And God may even allow them to kill many believers or to persecute many believers. 
And you see that going on in all these things that's going on in the world right now. When I see Sarah beheading people that claim to be following Jesus in Iraq, in other places of the world, or Mobokaram begin to do that in northern Nigeria, burning churches. And you think by just joining hands and forming religion, false religion, false peace, one world religion is going to solve that. You are being deceived by the devil. Just love them and tell them the truth. The truth will prevail in the end. Christ said anyone that deny him before men, God is also going to deny them before. Jesus is going to deny them before my father uses his neighbor. Matthew chapter 10 verse 38. Here's again what the Lord Jesus Christ said. These are all the things the Lord Jesus Christ prophesied about the end, about believers. Let me start from verse 35. From verse 34, Matthew chapter 10, verse 34, when Jesus Christ was preaching, he said, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. And that is what has been happening. Because it is between Satan and the people that are set Christ, Satan will persecute them. He said, I have come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Why would that be? Because the devil has been ruling in those houses before Christ came in. And Christ came in through one person. Satan has in the others will fight against it. They won't know why. They will just be persecuting. It's been the cause of the events all over the world. Up to today, that's still happening. That's what Jesus Christ was talking about here. That's why he said he has come to set a man at against his father. And the daughter against her mother. And the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foe shall be day of his own household. That's where his first start. Your own household. Now, maybe your household now have all been accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. Then it is extend to people that are not from your household and are persecuting your household. As long as you belong to Jesus Christ, the devil will still be raging against you. But thinking at this end of the world, you can pacify the devil by making a false peace. It's a deception. The devil has another trick. Another trick in his, in his, in his, in his ways. It's the devil that's playing that trick. Say, well, let's make false peace through all these religions. Bring all these Christians also. Tell them that they, they will make peace if you can join together as one world religion. And that is a deception the devil is using at this end of the world. But it is the Satan trying to kill. After he can't make them to fall into this offense, he'll make them to fall into that offense. It is the devil that is playing this trick, my friend. That's why we are warning you that if you are a believer, stand for truth and tell them the truth in love. But don't join us with the one world religion that the enemy is bringing in. Verse 37 says, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. What does that mean? Taking up your cross. In those days, in the days when Lord Jesus came, the cross was what the Roman Empire uses to to execute those that have been condemned to death, whether they were caught as uh, criminals or thieves or robbers, or and they have been condemned by the court, they crucify them by nailing them to the cross, or they die of agony gradually until they die on their cross. And that has been the situation all over Judea in those days. They were witnessing it. They know what it means when it's a cross. So Jesus Christ was using that symbol that it's a death sentence. It will look like a death sentence when you take unto Jesus Christ because you are going against Satan who has been ruling this world. 
through all these rulers of the world. Satan is ruling this world through all these rulers of the world. And up till the end of the world, up till now, Satan is still ruling this world through the rulers of the world. So don't be deceived and claim that you are a believer in Christ and you want to join hands with the rulers of the world. I say, well, does that mean I shouldn't be employed? Yeah, you should be employed. But you want to be a king in the, under the Satan? You want to be the president of a country under Satan? You are still under, you are still under Satan. Satan will be using you from the spirit. And if you want to exercise your authority, you find it tough. Why? Because Satan is still the god of this world until Christ will come. But we can, we can have authority and subdue them by prayer. That's the only way we can do it. But not by joining us and keeping quiet when you can tell the truth. The truth prevails. The truth sets people free. But if you keep quiet, you are denying your truth. You are denying Christ. So that's what Christ is saying here. In verse 30, now he said, He that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life, that is trying to save your life by yourself, shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. So you hear what the is saying? You've got to take your cross and follow him. That is like a death sentence because you are going against Satan himself when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But if you are afraid of that, you won't, you won't be you will not be worthy of the kingdom of God. Because he said, the least in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist, greater than Elijah the prophet. The least in the kingdom. They are ready to lay down their life for Christ. See, so what does it profit a man if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? It does not profit you anything. That's why we have decided to follow Jesus Christ and no turning back. And you've got to make your mind like that. No turning back. If you are trying to please men, you are trying to join hands with this all other religions just to say for this false peace, you are already denying Christ. You are already denying Christ. You are to love them and to tell them the truth that Jesus is the only way. As Jesus Christ, the Bible has said, in love. If you see your friend that is going headlong into the, into, the, into the fire to show love to you, you better yank him out of that place. And he may not like it the way you yank him, but after he looks by my side, I thank you for saving my soul. Is what I'm going to tell you. He that finds his life shall lose it. Let's look again in Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. I'm pointing all the Bible verses out to you so that you can see that when Jesus Christ was preaching, it make it clear to us. Make up your mind whom you are following. Matthew chapter 16 verse 24. Jesus Christ said to his, his disciples, and that is to everyone that is still a disciple up to the end of the world, not just to those disciples in those days. Everyone that is still a disciple till the end of the world, Jesus Christ is talking to you now. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You hear that? Deny yourself, that is, don't count your life as anything. Take up your cross, that is, know that you are going against Satan, it's like a death sentence already. That's what we take up your cross and follow me, is what he said. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Try to save your life, try to avoid persecution, say so you shall lose it, you shall lose your life in the lake of fire. Whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. That is why we make up our mind we are following Jesus and we are not going to back off 
telling them the truth that Jesus is the only Savior. For what is a man profit, profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. You hear that? What do you gain if you lose your soul? And you gain the whole world. You gain friends. All of them are your friends. All the other religions are your friends. But you are losing your soul because you are denying Christ. You are not telling them the truth. God said if a, if, if a wicked person... I tell you to warn a wicked person that if he doesn't change, he's going to be destroyed. And you do not warn him. Say that wicked person will be destroyed. But his blood will I require from you. That is for you that say, that, that say you know the truth, you believe the truth, and yet you are not telling the people to warn them. You are trying to make false peace with them and keeping your mouth quiet. You are denying Christ. And that is a danger. If you are going to do this thing, let's do it right, friend. You say, what does it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So what are we talking about? We are saying... The Christian life that you are choosing is a life of dedicated to Christ and telling the people the truth in love. I keep saying in love that is, it's not like you are going to fight them. You are not going to take your gun and kill them. You are not going to fight them. But when they even, they say even they even persecute you in one place, run to another place. But keep telling them the truth. Because the only the truth can set people free. The devil hates the truth. But if you keep telling them the truth, the devil can't bear it. He will try to persecute. But if you keep telling them the truth, sometimes they will have to run off and withdraw and leave your people alone so that they can believe the truth. But if you keep quiet, you don't tell them the truth anymore, the devil stays. You see that? If you are, let's say you are telling your parents, your family members, you are telling them the truth about Jesus is the only Savior. Satan that is in them will rouse up anger and they want to kill you. Don't let them kill you if you can get out of that house. But keep telling them the truth. Whatever way you can tell them, send it to them by letter, tell them to them by radio, tell them to by as you keep telling them and they keep hearing it, Satan can't bear the truth. You will either have to leave those your family members alone and run out of them because the truth will drive the devil out. And then these people will have their common sense, their senses to listen and to repent and to come to Christ and be saved. Then you gain them back to yourself. But if you stop telling them the truth, the devil does not leave. They will just stay because it is the word that casts the devil out. Say, my name is the Chakasta devil. It is the truth that drives the devil out, but it will, it will put a fight. It will put up a fight first. But if you are afraid and you stop telling them the truth, then the devil will stay. The devil will stay. But when you keep on telling the truth, don't let them kill you. Avoid being, being killed. Run away to another place. But keep telling them the truth. The truth shall set them free. And either they set, be set free or they go to a lake of fire with the devil. But many will be set free that, be linked, that belong to Christ. Christ said, I know my sheep. But it's the same truth that's going to set the sheep free. Because the sheep have been under bondages of Satan all these all this days since they are born. But the truth can set you free. Say, anyone that is, that is in sin is a slave to sin. But if the Son of God shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. If the Son of God can, shall make you free. So God wants to make people free from sin. Because Satan is the one that has been embedding sin to humanity from the time they were born, from the time of Adam. Satan has been ruling mankind through the sin that he brought to the world in Adam. But anyone that will come to Christ, you can be set free. And that's why Christ said, if, if the Son of God shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. 
Let's read that again in the Gospel of John chapter chapter 8. Because Jesus Christ was telling the Jews, he said that you will know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And they were saying, well, we are not in bondage to anybody. How can you say you will be made free? Made free of what? And Christ told them that anyone that is a sinner, if you continue to, anyone that sin is a slave to sin. That is the Gospel of John chapter 8. Let me read it from verse 33 where Christ was talking to these Jews that told him that we are Abraham's seed and we are never in bondage to any man. How says then that you shall be made free? Because Jesus Christ told them that if you continue in my world, you are you are you will be my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And they are saying, free from what? We are Abraham's seed, we are never in bondage to any man. What do you mean by you shall be made free? And then Jesus Christ told them. Verily, verily, I say unto you, this is Gospel of John chapter 8, verse 34. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committed sin is the slave or servant of sin. That is, you think you are the one doing all those be- behavior, adultery, or sex, or uh, this, all those things that you think is. He says, it's sin that is ruling you. You, don't, you. you are not ruling it. Sin is in your blood that is controlling your life. You are like, like a slave to it. That's what Jesus Christ meant, that he that committed sin is a slave or servant of sin. He said, the servant abided not in the house forever, but the son abided forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, he shall be free. Jesus Christ can make you free from sin, so that you are not being ruled by sin. So Christ wants to make you free from sin. That is the sinful nature that is making you to do it. Even when you don't want to do it, somehow inside you, you just something just make you do it. That is the sinful nature that is in humanity. But Christ can set us free from that sin and that's what He come to do. By His sacrifice on the cross, He will come and be living inside you by the power of the Holy Spirit and give you this new life, new, 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 this born again experience, a new heart. He said He will put it to us. A new spirit is what is given to us that we call born again experience. Only when you accepted Him as the Lord, accepted that His sacrifice is for you, that He died on the cross for you. And that he shed his blood for you, and that he rose again to justify you. That is the will of the Father. God has written a will for mankind, and that will is that He wants us to be saved, saved from diseases, saved from death, saved from hell, saved from lake of fire. And it's like a will. When somebody is about to die, they write a will. When somebody is about to die, they write a will. This is what the will for how is how their how their wealth should be distributed. To, his, to their descendants. That is what a will means. That God's will also was that we human beings shall be saved from hell, from lake of fire, and from all the sinful nation. That is his will. It is written for us. That's what Christ came to provide. And how is he going to do it? He has to die for that will to be enforced. So he gave life, his life, and then his life has been given so that the will now can take effect. Now in the world, if somebody is will to take effect, they will call the attorneys together, they will read the will and say, this is what the man said you belong to this fellow, this is what this man, or the man that died said you belong to this fellow, this is what the man that died said you belong to his son of his, this is what the man said you should give you to this son. And then, you know, in the world, people can begin to fight it and say, no, no, we don't agree. And they may fight the will in the court, they may fight all those things in court and fight it. Suppose the man that that died already, we came back along and said, "This is what I want," he, and with his own mouth said, "This is what I said should be done." 
That means they will have to agree because the man that they think is can't come back and tell come back to tell it. No, so. That was what the difference is. The Lord Jesus Christ, after he died and resurrected and, 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 and gave up his life, he came back alive by himself to enforce his will. And that is what his will is. That we human beings that we accept him will be free from sin. If we accept him, we'll be free from hell, lake of fire, if you accept him. So we that are accepting him, we now can begin to enjoy the will of the Father. That's what we are telling you. Come and accept Jesus today, and you also begin to enjoy the will of the Father. That's why he resurrected and is alive today, to enforce that will that he has given. And he's giving you, you have to believe the word, and tell that the devil that, look, this will has been, it's been enforced, because Christ is alive, and it's everywhere, and it's in us. And then the devil knows it, and the devil has to back off. Because the will of the Father is that we are freed from sin, and so we are free from lake of fire and free from hell. Accept Jesus today and He will save you. Father, I pray for these who are listening. Help them to understand. Give them the understanding. Open their hearts. Let the Holy Ghost come upon them and let them repent from sin. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. This is Gospel Distribution Ministry, Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona, 85050. On the internet, it's www.gospeldistribution.org. Turn us again next week. God bless you.